and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 245 what? of There's No Place Like Terra Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. Uh, and today we are watching season 10, yes. episode 7 of uh-huh. SG1. Yeah. Counter Strike, uh-huh. aka yeah. Daniel remembers he has a wife. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, all oh, right, that was a thing. I don't have as good of an AKA. We'll have to come up with one mid-episode because my AKA was only AKA clearly Adria shops from Inara Sarah's tailor oh, yeah. Yeah. closet. Fair. Uh, mother, may I <laughs> religion with danger? <laughs> You're in a cult. Call your mom. Oh, <laughs> that might be a good one. Or you made a cult. Call your mom. Yeah. Mom, you're, you're in, in your cult, cult call, your, call your daughter. Yeah, you're in a cult, call your mom. Um, uh, yeah, that's... I'm what happens that. when the cult is your mom? Yeah, or your daughter. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Um, I'm keeping that one, a.k.a. you're in a cult, call your mom. Yep. Yep. Uh, yike. Um, so how's your week been? Man, it's been busy. <laughs> I I was I I have been finally able to get back into Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It was like two weeks I wasn't able to play it. Yeah. Um, but I was able to get back into it. I'm I'm mainly just rushing to finish some holiday presents. There you go. Because yeah. when you make holiday presents, but you decide not to start the intricate holiday present until These about are... a week, two and a half weeks before Christmas. Yeah. Um. I mean, you should really stop trying to build people homes for Christmas. Thankfully, this doesn't have to take get, a while. Thankfully, this is not a gift that has to be shipped anywhere. There you go. Yeah. Because then it would have been shipped two and a half weeks ago. Yeah. Well, because again, when you build a home, I know. I'm just going to make up things that Nixie builds. <laughs> um, on the video game front, I will touch the drama. That you know, is the sh- I have been meeting for the past three days to ask you and brother Matt about the drama. We've been talking about it. And yeah. because because I'm not someone who's played this game, uh-huh. I've been so interested in it. So I will touch on it just a tiny bit because yeah. it's fun. I, I've got a couple of perspectives to share because I have been talking with brother Matt and I have been talking with husband Jesse. Um, and, you know, and then I've got my own opinions. So... Oh, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk 2077. Yep. Um, Otherwise known as the Keanu Reeves game. <laughs> City Project Red. Which is how I know it. There's been some issues. There's um, If you're not using the latest gen, um, Consoles. like a PS5 or I forget what the, the Xbox, Xbox One is that you Series guys have. X. The Series X. Um, it kind of sucks. It's a little... There has, there's some issues. It's got some issues. And... Ultimately, what happened that is upsetting to to me mm-hmm. um, and what I've shared with brother Matt and I have shared is that there's a lack of integrity in the way it was presented. Yeah. It was like, no, this will be fine. It'll totally work on your it system. It totally works on uh, as long. Yeah, it's 100 percent works on the older check. And now let me tell you um, our personal uh, anecdote about this. Um, 
So we have a, a very nice PC yeah. that we invested in earlier this year, and we have a PlayStation 4 Plus. Yeah. PS4 Pro, excuse me, I think is what it's called. Sure, PS4 yes. Pro. It's not the baseline model, it's the fancy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not quite the 5, but it's a pro, it's the Pro, so yeah. we're, you know, we're like, we're not going to upgrade to the 5 yet, we don't need to. When we were debating where to buy Cyberpunk on, it's like, well, do we get it on the PC? Do we get it on the Pro? Mm-hmm. Well, they said it's about equal on either one. Yeah. And it'd be really nice to step out of our fucking office. Yeah, and play that it we're in on a twelve couch. hours a day. Yeah. Because of the reality of what life is right now, and that I've, maybe should be considered. I've never enjoyed PC gaming. I don't. You know, it's not something I've done, but I. But it affected the decision we made. Yes. Because we essentially the company told half truths. Yeah. Um. And I'm not as far as, as, as Jesse is in the game. Um, now, we don't have as many issues as a base PS4 user would have. Yeah. But there are a couple times early in where it's like, oh, random fro- freeze. Yeah. Oh, random have to restart that check. Yeah. Can't grab that item, uh, which is frustrating. Um, and we also play in different ways. So it's just been nice to see it all. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse plays very hard on the very hard levels all the time. <laughs> and so he's running into more bugs than I am. Uh-huh. But me, as a more casual gamer, the small amount of bugs can be very frustrating because you're like, is it me? Yeah. Am I shitty or yeah. is it a bug? Yeah. And then it's like having to call someone else and be like, that's the bug. Mm-hmm. So that part sucks. Um, and Brother Matt is playing on the Series X and he's like, I haven't really run into a lot of stuff, but because he's lawful good. He is lawful good. He's like, I'm making my voice heard with my wallet. Yeah. Uh, so now, you know, ultimately they're offering refunds. The PlayStation Store has taken the game off. I saw that yesterday. The store. They're like, your product sucks. Yeah. Um, so we have the opportunity to say, give us back our money. Yep. Um, and it, here's the thing. It's a Pyrrhic victory. Nobody wins. No one wins because... Because it's like, well, then, fine. Do you get back your money? But then someone like Jesse's like, but now I've actually invested into this piece of shit. Well... And it sucks either way. But it's also, you know, the the people who are building the game, like didn't intend for it to not function yeah. on the older they probably had full intentions it's just either pr- the the salespeople hyped it up too much or they just like weren't able to get it because i'm sure no one intended for it to suck on a ps4 yeah here's the thing is and, and i think i can sh- i think this is my gut talking. I don't have facts behind this, but yeah. I know that often when we're building things in the graphic design world, it's just not tested enough. We on only it. build for the best case scenario. Yeah. And we don't test. And it's not some tested things. on the lower. That's what I mean. Like, it yeah. wasn't intended to suck on these lower things. But it wasn't checked. Now, I will also say, now, I have not played the video game because it's not quite my brand of video yeah. game. Um, I will also say, I have another of that style or that gen of game, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. You know, I play it mostly on the Xbox Series X, but I have also played it on, and now it is an Xbox One X, which is kind of like the PS4 versus the Pro 4, whatever. Um, And in that game, when I do play it, probably about, I play about 30% of the time on the the One X and not the Series X, so the older machine. And I haven't run into any glitches. 
yeah. on Assassin's Creed Valhalla on the older machine. Yeah. So it's like, you know... <laughs> no, thank you, Siri. Siri's very... Really wants Passionate. to help out. Um, but you know it's not... It's not indicative of all of these games. There's just so much to unravel here, right? Because yeah. it's like, one, just... It's it's you have to consider a company culture, then you have to consider the culture within gaming. But there's also something to be said about what are we demanding as a consumer. Yeah, you want a thing that works. There's so many things to, to consider, you know, like because it was already delayed, wasn't it? It was already delayed once. It to, was to but, be able to finish it. But it, the, the reality is that COVID caused everything to get delayed. And I think that's a reasonable expectation to create delays. Um I think as a consumer, we need to consider some things that way. And I think to say, hey, this game is out. There might be bugs. Is okay to yeah. not tell people or to or to ex to expect a game that's completely immaculate is yeah. a little much to from the consumer's part, from I, our part. I think my part was saying that there is already delay is like admit if you have to delay it further. But that's the thing, right? Is nobody wants to do that. And yeah. so nobody wants to wait. And we all want to blame the companies for crunching the workers. But we also, as consumers, keep demanding uh, that's, the product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and here's the reality. As a communication studies major, mm -hmm. someone who studies organizational behavior, crunch culture in itself is not a bad thing. When it's short term. When it's short term, when yeah. it's meant to build a thing, when there's a shared goal in mind, mm -hmm. when it's a decision made as a group. But if you're just constantly shoving people into that situation, then it becomes a bad thing. So my concern right now with that is that we're giving crunch culture a bad name. Yeah. And, and, and as a blanket thing, that's not the truth. That's not the truth. No. The way it's being, it's like anything in too big of doses is bad for exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's like, that's the idea, right? It's like, hey, um, an EpiPen shot is a great thing. It'll yeah. shave your life. Uh -huh. Should you use an EpiPen every day to no. keep moving? No, that will basically Probably not. kill you. You're going to die. Yeah. That's going to burn you out so fast. 100%. It's the same concept. Yeah. This should be used in small doses. How did we get here? What did we decide? Is it really just about the greed? Is it really just about the money? That stuff all sucks. But ultimately, the thing that to me that sucks about this game is the things that were lies. Yeah. Which was, oh yeah, this game's fine. You can play it on any console. It's yeah. not a big deal. To me, if this game had been presented as like, this is our game. This is mostly complete. This game's pretty much all we've poured our heart and soul into. We might have patches later. Yeah. That I could have accepted. My concern is, as a consumer, would we have accepted that? In yeah, generally? It's one of those where it's like, hey... This game is being put out, has been optimized for PS5. It's right. Just say, now you, you can even mention, you can play it on a PS4. Uh -huh. It's been optimized for a PS5. Yeah. Or and, a and, PC. And yeah, if this is optimized for PC, that would have been something. And, and maybe they did. And maybe I've got my facts wrong. But that it doesn't feel like that was the case. But I'd love to hear otherwise. Now, um, I, and I will say, you know... So at least yeah. established, you know, you are a PlayStation person. I'm an Xbox person. So I didn't necessarily pay attention to as much of the advertising around the new PS5 yeah. as I did the Xbox. But I know when they were pushing the Xbox, they were pushing 
the fact that all the games are backward compatible. You can yeah. play all the games on... So I don't know, were they pushing sort of the same thing with the PlayStation? Yeah, but I think the issue isn't with PlayStation. The issue is with the company that made Cyberpunk. But, yes. But yeah. it's more of, like... The, it, that wasn't one of the big cells that I caught on to. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't think they are backwards compatible. Yeah, I, I just remember that was... Like, if that was ingrained on the people who were designing things for the Xbox, that was like, this is a thing with the Series X. And so I didn't know if that was, you know, as put upon. And I know this game is released for for both consoles, but... Um... So, but yeah, I've been, I've, it's one of those things yeah. I've been following in the side just because it's like, it's not a game I follow, but I'm now more into gaming culture than I was a year ago. Yeah. And I, you know, <laughs> I don't know a lot either. So really what you're getting is a couple of anecdotal ideas. But, yeah. Um, at the end of the day, brother Matt said, I'm returning it. I'm speaking with my wallet. I think what they did sucked. Yeah. Um, and we're considering the same. But we're also in a place where husband Jesse's far enough into the game where he's like, I'm, I'm this far in. Yeah. I kind of don't know how I feel. Yeah. Um, and it just makes people feel poopy. But... Maybe maybe in six months when we release it again, enough people have returned it that they'll offer it at a lower price the when story's they fix interesting. Patches. Yeah, the story's interesting. The concept is, is so far interesting. Um... It's a little much for me, but I'm, you know, I'm mostly just an action gamer. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that's going on too early in, and some of the design isn't my favorite. Yeah. Um, See, and that in itself would be enough to lose me, I think. Yeah. Uh, and, and I get that. And I get that because I'm kind of on the edge there, too. But, you know, my character looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> my V is pretty cool. Um, but that's all. Um I'm starting but there's to... other fun stuff we want to talk about, too. Yes. Um, so here's the thing, guys. We're going to talk the season finale of Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah. If you have not seen the season finale of The Mandalorian, um, it is super important that that not be spoiled for you. So just, like, don't listen for a bit. Don't listen for, like, let's say five to ten minutes. And then if five ten, to minutes ten minutes is too far back, <laughs> here's, here's what I'm going to say. Go... I'd, ten minutes in. I'd rather you go further and have to backtrack slowly. Yeah, and here, go ten minutes in, and if it was too long, then at the ten minute mark, I'm gonna mark this now. Okay. At the ten minute mark, I'm gonna tell you, hey, go back this many minutes. <laughs> so we're gonna start talking. Now, Let's see if Grace can coordinate this. I'm gonna this. time code us now. No, seriously, if you've not seen Mandalorian, do not continue. Do not continue past- as of exactly right now. Okay. So, here's the thing on The Mandalorian. I had made a list. I had called that there would be a Jedi to save at the end of that episode. Uh I called it to many people. I was like, Grogu called out, Jedi will come at the end of the episode, save everyone's ass. I had a list of possible Jedi that that was going to be. That was not... That was the most obvious, and therefore I thought the last possible person who would show up. I... Once we saw the ship, we're like, no... No. I saw the ship and I picked up a pillow and started screaming into it. Well, we saw the ship and, and it's like, oh, that's an X-Wing. 
Who could it be in the oh, X-Wing? Oh, as soon as I saw the X-Wing, I was like, you've got to be kidding we me. Couldn't, we couldn't believe it. And then we saw the saber. And then you saw a single gloved hands. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. We saw that first, right? You see before that first. The saber. And I think you see the green lightsaber before you actually see a picture of, like, you see the saber. I think you see the green. And I'm like. Yeah, that's what I mean. We saw, we're like, nobody else has a green saber. you kidding me. I thought they would get Cal Kestis before you would get freaking yeah. Luke motherfucking well, and then the other Skywalker. Fun, exciting part was watching him fight. We're like, well, nobody else fights like that. That's a very well, specific fight style, it felt like. Well, the, and then no one else is a little short like that. Well, the key is the beautiful part of that entire scene and the visuals is the callback to Darth Vader at the end of yes, Rebels 1. that's exactly or, Rogue, Rogue One. One. Rogue One. That's exactly what we were thinking and, as well. And even the part of, it's like a reverse of it. It's yeah. like, because, you know, Vader starts black smoke, red saber, and when you finally see him coming through those doors, it's white smoke yeah. and the green lightsaber. Yeah. And, like, I have chills talking about that. It was, yeah, we, we yeah. And there back, was something really well done there. The, uh, just... Seriously, a Jedi fighting in a cloak with a lightsaber yeah. is, like, everything. It was a very cool fight. Those are some really fucking cool bad guys. Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't know much more to say other than it was just very, really cool, really fucking well done. Um, if the f- this, The yeah. fact that they did not, because it was such a small thing, the fact that they did not recast Luke Skywalker... Yeah, you know the fact that they used Mark Hamill and they and they de-aged Mark Hamill was we yeah beautiful. we talked about that too at first I was like well it would have been kind of cool if they did someone like Sebastian Stan because everybody's been talking about yeah it. but then we're like well maybe they didn't do that because it's cruel to the audience it because is. if you cast someone that big then you are imagining. There's a show coming. Well, it's the same way you don't bring Ahsoka in. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're exactly. not going to see a bunch of Rosario Dawson as yeah, Ahsoka. Yeah, you don't cast Rosario Dawson if you're not going to see a bunch of Rosario Dawson. 100%. So, same here. And I think that was very kind of them to do the. You don't cast someone like Sebastian Sand for for. And it's for also a just. Gimmick. It's also just the feels. It's just the feels yeah. of seeing Mark Hamill. Yeah. As Luke Skywalker. Yeah. You know, he is the only Luke Skywalker. That's fair. All these other characters we have seen, you know, with the exception of Han Solo and Leia, the original three, you know, other people, we've seen multiple Landos. We've seen That's multiple true. Obi-Wans. You know, we've seen multiple Anakins even. Yeah. You know, there is only one Luke Skywalker. That's true. The, I will say the most surprising thing, even more so than Luke Skywalker showing up, was the fact that Grogu went with him. Yeah, there. I mean, so that's just that one part of the show. There was, first of all, the battle with what's his name, Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. The yeah. fight with Moff Gideon and um, Mando? and the Mandalorian. Yeah, you're like, this was too easy. Why it was. is this so easy? It was. And then that reveal afterwards of like why he made it so fucking easy. Yeah. Which I have other things. What a beautiful way to set up where the story's gonna go. It is, and I will tell you in a small spoiler because it's part of a larger story for you. Uh-huh. Bo-Katan has had the dark saber before. That's why Bo-Katan right. was given the dark saber uh-huh. by someone, so she didn't earn it. She did not win it from Sabine in battle. Okay. Now there was a battle at the end of it. Sabine went, "You are the you are the person who should have this," and gave it to Bo-Katan. Huh. She did not win it from Sabine in battle, which is why I'm like, "What has changed about that?" Oh, that's interesting. Now because she was given it by an ally. Uh huh. So that had me going, "What the fuck?" 
Um, but it kind of then makes sense. This It's called Mandalorian. I know there's people who right. thought maybe the Mandalorian is in reference to Grogu because he's now Mandalorian. He's a foundling. No, this is... The, again, another fucking... This is like this beautiful, like, yeah. braided thing that uh-huh. they put together. So, one of the things I want to touch on, because I think it's fair to say that the following of the Skywalker family and Jedi in general is is far more a Nixie thing yes. than a Grace thing. I like all of the characters, and I love the idea that the Mandalorian has its own storyline. Oh, I, I love that too, However, yeah. you have to pay your dues to the the other parts of this world that yeah. everybody knows. Yeah. And I think this is it. I think this is them saying, the story is about the Mandalorian. Yes, there are Jedi in here. We're going to do our two seasons of our general ed, if you will. Yeah. And then we're going to take the story where we want it to go to for Mandalore. Mando. We may never see Jedi again. Oh, and you know what? I I think if we ever see a Jedi again, it's going to be running into Ahsoka again. Because yeah. Bo-Katan and Ahsoka do have a history. Right. Um, you know, we're not going to see Luke again. Yeah. Now, I want to know what happens to Grogu because we know what happens to his uh, school he's being set right. up. Uh, does Grogu go through that twice? Yeah. Does, oh, Gro- God, through- Grogu. <laughs> does Grogu go through the description? Jesus, of imagine. The school twice? Grogu maybe shouldn't be going to the. Maybe Grogu's a reason. <laughs> <laughs> um. But anyway, so to me, I thought that was genius. Like, you yeah. went in, you paid your dues, you did the things, you did the Star Wars, quote-unquote Star Wars things. Maybe Grogu flunks out. out of Jedi school and hey. then finds Mando later in Maybe a couple years. Maybe he just, like, you know, goes off to eat, like, frogs on a frog planet for Maybe. the rest of his life. We Maybe. don't know. Maybe. Um, but I love that, and I love this idea, because, again, I don't have the backstory of Bokutan that you do. Yeah. But from what I've seen, it starts to feel interpreted almost as like this the Mando who would be king. Maybe we've been following the Mando because he's the rightful leader. And we don't know. And Bogotan doesn't know either. I will say that there is a lot of Mandalorian history that you will see right. in Clone Wars and Rebels. That's what I mean. So yeah. not knowing any of that and taking this show as a standalone, wouldn't that be interesting to throw this other wrench into yeah. whatever that story is? Yes. Um, 100%. All of this is so well done. Very big fan. Super hyped about it. I loved it. Um, and then the post credit scene. Did we miss the post credit scene? Did you miss the post credit scene? We watched the credits, but then I don't know the, that we... Well, if you notice, the credits didn't have the usual illustrations in them. Right. Yeah. So there's a post credit scene. Should I just explain to you what happens at the post credit scene? Yeah, you should. And okay. then we're going to watch it. So, um, cut to... I'm going to text uh, while you're telling cut me. Cut to two suns in the sky. Oh. Pan down to Jabba's palace. Interior, um, I'm just blanking on his name. A uh, guy with the single mandrel that wraps around his neck that was like Jabba's interpreter okay. dude. I just blanked on his name. I know him, but yeah, please yeah. don't. You're, just yell into the it's speaker fine. for me. Uh, he is now, you know, some people get gluttonous as they yeah. get power. He's now sitting in Jabba's throne, which is now a throne. Oh. Uh, with his, you know, with his Twi'lek slave. Yep. You know, and uh, we see someone pound on the door, and we see the silhouette of someone come down the stairs. Uh-huh. And it's Fennec, who just takes everyone the fuck out. Oh. See a second silhouette come down the stairs. It is one Boba Fett. Nice. And nice. walks up, shoves him off the throne... Well, she does also, I will say, Fennec uh, just 
like shoot the chain of the Twilix slaves as she goes running. Like only shoots who needs to be yeah. shot. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Boba Fett comes down, knocks the guy off the throne, and then just in the most beautiful fucking Renaissance painting in the world, sits down with power on Jabba the Hutt's throne and Fennec goes back and gets some of that beautiful glowing blue drinks and just settles herself like a motherfucking badass on like the chair of the throne drinking and then it goes uh, Book of Fett coming December 2021 now here's what I don't know is Book of Fett season three Mandalorian or is Book of Fett a separate show? I think it's a separate show and I think that they did not release it during the Disney investors event so that they could have this reveal at the end of the credits. Oh. Because I don't think that's where the Mandalorian story is going. I don't either. My brain is like... <laughs> <laughs> that's what we were doing. You know when you, um, when you mix vinegar and, and baking soda, uh-huh. that initial... Yep. Like, whoosh, yeah, it's just growing. Everything's mm-hmm. growing. Mm-hmm. So my brain's my brain is fizzling right now. Oh yeah, I don't think that's where Mando's story is going either. So I think oh, I think the book of Fett is a separate show. I think we have a Boba Fett series coming. That you know they want to do. So cool. They want to do a Boba Fett movie. Yeah, and now it's a series. I think. Okay, so we are at the ten minute mark. Okay, so. Um, We're done with Star Wars. We are done with now Star Wars for now. Now that I've just broken Grace's brain. Yeah. Uh, thanks for... We actually hit it exactly 10 minutes. That's called podcasting skill. Yeah. I think we were off by a couple seconds, but welcome. You're fine. Everything's ready to go. We're just that motherfucking good at podcasting, yo. Guys, um... <laughs> we're gonna talk no, we're Stargate not. We're now. terrible at <laughs> We're not good at this at all. We're just We're lucky. still figuring this shit we're out how lucky. many years later. Um... What? What's going on in the world of the gates? In the gates? So the places. gates on uh, August twenty fifth, two thousand and six. <gasps> Woo! On um, this episode, it was written by Joe and Paul, directed by Andy Makita. Okay. Um, Are I you meant sh- to write down our guest star for um, uh, 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 attack. But oh. I didn't, and I forgot to because I was too distracted. That's okay. I'll look it up while you. By tell our us about... other guest star. Yes. The most guest starry of guest the stars. The fucking gorgeous and luminous Marina uh-huh. Baccarin. Yeah. Obviously known and loved by so, so many of us uh-huh. by Nara Sarah from Firefly and Serenity. Um, also, you know, Gotham. Also, real fucking awesome in Deadpool. So can I tell you... Um, yeah. The first place I actually ever saw her, because I think I came to the party late. Yeah. Um, with Serenity and Firefly was in a show called V. Oh, I had that the remake okay. of V. Yep. She is like, man, I'm telling you, if you need to cast someone who is gorgeous and slightly off human, yeah, that's because the one. she is just so statuesque. She has that neck that like seems twice as long as everyone else's neck. She's yeah, there's she's she's just too damn perfect. She's just freaking gorgeous. Also, she's in Homeland and was nominated for a ton of stuff in Homeland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Is it David Andrews? Is the guy who plays the tag? I don't remember. Um, I got it. He was in Apollo 13. That's why he Uh, looked so familiar to me. Terminator 3. Conrad in Apollo 13. He's in Fight Club. 
Um, he is in a bunch of really cool things. Look him up. But He's mainly Apollo guy. 13. Um, for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look him up in Apollo 13, his one and only role that ever mattered to Nixie. <laughs> basically. If you're in Apollo 13, that's basically the probably the first place I know you from. Like, <laughs> even Tom Hanks, yeah. to me, is like, from Apollo 13, you mean? Oh, Apollo... Tom Hanks was always the guy from Big and yeah. Turner and Hooch. Uh, still have never seen Big. Oh my god! Listen, there's a lot of shit that I haven't seen that I should have. Um, because I was busy watching sci-fi shit. <laughs> Fair. You you would love Big. I probably would. Yeah. I did see Turner and Hooch once. Um, but mainly, no, he's, uh, it's always, even like, you know, um, uh, Castaway. Like, some of his other yeah. big ones, he's always, he's always, he's level from he's, Apollo he's, 13. Yeah, that works. That works. That's pretty good times. Um, he would, he would appreciate it too, because I think, isn't he a big, um, He um, likes space spacey not, shit. Yeah. Um, space and typewriters. Space and typewriters. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Previously on Stargate. Right. Hey, remember how there was that weapon that destroyed the replicators, but it's not really a weapon? Uh-huh. And it's on Takara? Yeah. And also remember that, like, Vala had a kid? Vala had a full-grown baby. Um, Out there somewhere <laughs> who was, like, a super-powered uh-huh. super ori. Oh, yeah. Um, And... I mean, if Vala's gonna do anything, she's gonna do it this big. Listen, I feel kindredship with Vala in that way. You never, Vala never fifty percent something. She's not just gonna have a, a kid. She's no. gonna have this kid. She's gonna have like super baby. Yeah, let me tell you this interesting story of my life, <laughs> of a weird super baby. <laughs> so, the Ori have converted yet another village on yet another Yay. planet. Um, their their ship just lands on the planet, mm-hmm. looks imposing, and among the crowd listening to the prior mm-hmm. is is our team. Yep. And um, can I talk to whoever in costuming put that thing on Amanda Tapping's okay. head? Okay. Yes, because that's in my notes. <laughs> Sam trying to be serious in that hat is not working. No one should ever wear that hat. She should be standing next to the Swedish chef um, ineptly making things in a kitchen. Because that hat. That hat, damn. It's not good. It's so, not good. Vala, you know, the prior is is going a prior in. Uh-huh. All about the book of origin. I got a prior. Uh, and, and Vala has a moment where she recognizes the beautiful statuesque woman yeah, that comes out to speak. She looks, uh, you know, um, is that an escort? Pretty mm. sure no one, pretty sure for her to be that beautiful, she has to have come from my loins. Yeah. Only something that... Go- <laughs> Something that gorgeous could only come from my loins. Basically, <laughs> that's my daughter. <laughs> if I ever have a child, I'm going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> you are so gorgeous, you could only or have come only from me. Only something that blank could come from my loins. <laughs> Insert phrase of your choice. Um, Smart. <laughs> awkward. Smart weird. word. Smart like, word. Whichever word of the day <laughs> is appropriate. There is just something about adding the word loins into any phrase mm, like that. Loins. <laughs> loins. Oh. So, Adria is 100% fully preaching the world of origin, uh-huh. and she knows how to work a crowd. Yep. Uh, and listen, if that woman led a religion, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, you know, would I, listen. I've been listening to a lot of um, stories about Nexium or um, the yeah. was it the um, Father Yod, um, and there was like these other ones. And now, well, we and were just all... both watching the same documentary oh, on yeah. on um. Oh gosh, what is the name of Nexium? No, 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 it's no. called the Val. Yes, the Val. But we were watching the other one, or at least I started it on um heaven's gate oh i haven't started that one yeah but what i'm getting at is the popular ones tend to always you bring in money and Mm -hmm. then you bring in the pretty girls oh yeah so i can't think of a better person to bring in if that's what i'm saying like very glib and i i'm sorry it's a little inappropriate but you know but listen if if adria was was preaching i'd at least listen I'd give her a shot before I ran away. I'm gonna stop and listen. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and she, as she leaves, she whispers something to the prior. And in orbit, the Odyssey is there, and quickly detect a wave of radiation coming from the gate. <laughs> I feel like that line is basically the Odyssey's role all episode. Yes. In orbit, the Odyssey is there. With the- that little haiku <laughs> is the the heart of. That's their what they purpose. Do. I am here. In orbit, I am here. I'm I'm here. That's Look, their mantra. I can't I can't beam you up. Under their patch. I can't do says, anything. In orbit, I we am here. here. <laughs> Look, we can't beam you up. We can't yeah, do much, but we're here. But I, I see you. Until we're not here, so we're not destroyed by Jaffa. Yeah. But in orbit, we are here. Here? <laughs> not here. <laughs> That's no. That's it's in orbit. We are here. The dot dot dot. Or we're not. <laughs> With a nice like Odyssey like it's grandiose Odyssey. In yeah. orbit, we are here. We're not. We're not. <laughs> in the village, everyone can detect something's coming. Everyone's on edge, and the our group is beamed out from right in the middle of anything. Uh-huh. And we see in a distance this radiation, just light wave, washing over the village and the ship, the Ori ship. And yeah. at the bridge of the Odyssey, the team is confused. Like, what's going on? And even more so when Marx is like, um, we have a small problem. Uh-huh. There's no life signs on that planet anymore. Yeah, everything not there no more. And it is not a sensor malfunction. There's thousands of people on that planet who are just not on that planet yeah, anymore. Yeah, like quite literally just the people are not there anymore. Just ceased to exist. Uh-huh. None people. And we cut to the village. It is just piles of clothes left over. Uh, which which I love. Yeah. So often when you see people disappear, like an MCU... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everything disappears. It's yeah. like the D&D rule of like, just for convenience, yeah. all of your shit goes with you when you transform. Well, uh, speaking of D&D, I was going to say, this would be Bartender Nick's like dream D&D situation because yeah. his favorite thing to do is loot uh-huh. the minute things are gone. Oh, he he's would like, be like, and I loot it's, all Everything has been burnt to a crisp, but can I loot can the I ashes? Loot it? Can I, what if something made it through? You don't know. <laughs> Anything's possible. Anything is possible. So, we, we, we get credits then. Yeah. So later, after they have time to change into some really nice looking, I love the black BDUs. I'm a yeah. fan of the black BDUs. Yeah. So Daniel sort of chases Vala down the hallway. Yep. And an attempt to try to, you know, console her. 
Yeah. Because she's heart to heart. obviously going to have feels. Uh-huh. Uh, he, like, look, we don't, we don't know what happens. It could be, you know, and Vala's like, no, we know exactly what the fuck happened. Everyone is dead. Like, she's dead. Yeah. They're dead. Everyone's dead. <laughs> they all died. Dana's it's like, all fucked up. Yeah, Dana's like, look, I know how you feel. And honestly, Daniel is the rare person who actually kind well, of definitely might know how she feels. I feel like feels. Daniel's been through enough shit where he might know how a lot of people feel. Yes. Yeah. And not many people on the ship would be able to get as close to that feeling as Daniel. Yeah. Um, you know, it is, it's like, Vala, she is your daughter. Mm-hmm. And she surprises him a little bit because she's like, no, I'm, I'm relieved. Like, do yeah. you think I really want to be the person responsible for the enslavement of the entire galaxy? Because, like, I had that kid. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, she knew, basically knew what that kid was going to be before she was born. Mm-hmm. And Vala did nothing. Like, maternal instinct only excuses so much, she says. Um, like, she was hoping that because, like, I'm her mother, like, I'd have some influence over her. Right, well, that right. was stupid of her, she thinks. Yeah. You know, not in reality, but yeah. to Vala. Um, and she's honestly just relieved that she's not going to have to find out what happened, like, what destruction her daughter would have yep. done. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty interesting take, and it makes sense that Vala gets here. Vala's good at compartmentalizing, mm-hmm. being like... We're going to put those feelings away. Yep. Those other ones. And we're just going to... We're going to lock them. We're just going to look at these particular ones right here. Yep. And we're going to put the other ones over here far away. Yeah. Yike. So back on Earth. Uh Uh-huh. Walter gets Braytek's IDC coming through on an incoming wormhole. And Braytek is here to talk to Landry about uh, a matter that threatens millions of lives. Reality, it's more like billions. Yeah. Maybe trillions. Billions and billions. Billions and billions. Sorry. Which, again, I... Carl Sagan did not say until it became a thing. And then he said it just so we could say he said it. Yep. So the Odyssey crew goes down to the village smartly in hazmat suits. Mm-hmm. No dummies. Yep. Um, there's no leftover radiation. There's no chemical biological agents. Like, it only has targeted living tissue. Yeah. Everything well, I mean, you only fine. have to, you know kill an entire team once for them to learn that lesson. Yep. It's only organic matter. <laughs> yeah. Back with Landry and Braytac in the briefing room. Yeah, apparently the Jaffa High Council thought the only hope of surviving the Ori was to go ahead and attack him with the ancient device on Takara. He, we went full, full on. We did, we did not slowly escalate. We no. just <laughs> went to the top of uh-huh. the mountain. Yeah. Yikes. They rejigger the device so that it targets living things. Mm-hmm. Just living things in general. Just generally all of life. And guess what the first target was? Yay. Was it these loud ass birds that it, want to be part was. of the podcast? They're gonna. They might be the second target. I'm okay. kidding. Not <laughs> yeah. targeting birds. No. Landry's like, yeah, we know. That's the planet SG1 was on. And you see Braytech go, oh, for and a second it's until, been real bad. until Landry's like you see a lot of concerns for possible repercussions straight across Ray Ray face like real a, quick. a mild <laughs> stroke for me yeah and he's like how do I undo this until Landry quickly is like don't worry SG1 escapes yeah um, but not the entire planet right Braytech's like yeah it was real tragic Landry's like tragic was it is that the word we're just gonna go with? Uh, you mean fucking mass murder? 
Yeah, mass murder is pretty tragic. Yeah. Did you <laughs> did you try to stop it there, Braytag? Good yeah. friend, old buddy, old pal. Ooh. And and for his part, he did. You know, but they have a new leader. It's attack. Who told everyone that the weapon was their only hope? And no amount of words from Braytag could change anything. Like as mu- it's one of those things where I think I think Earth and the SGC sometimes give Braytag too much credit of his yeah, power say, over Jafar Nation. He doesn't have the pull that they think he does. Mm-hmm. He just happens to be someone that Teal always held in very high regard, yeah. and, and and should and, and and is an important guy. But it's like. He's not magically the in for all, not all Jafar. Yeah. God, I didn't mean that to sound the way it did. Um, <laughs> but sorry. It's, it's like having, like, one member of the cabinet of the United States on your yeah. side. Yeah, it's like, bro, there's just a lot of people there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Landry wants to, he's, he's like, Let, we'll tell the Odyssey first of that shit. And then Landry wants to meet with Sitak himself. Yep. Go on, Landry. Do what you do. That's um, pretty. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. He's like, I'll talk to him. Fuck I'm gonna. Him. Uh, I'm gonna Fuck get him. off this planet. I'm gonna yeah. talk to himself face to face. Yeah. Back on the Odyssey, they're in orbit. They're here in orbit. Right now. <laughs> um, and looking sort of at the front of the bridge, uh-huh. Teal'c has this little conversation with Cam and Sam, and he, Teal'c is ashamed that that's where his brothers would go. Yeah. Even if they're desperate, as Cam suggested, to Teal'c, there was absolutely a no honor in their actions. Yeah. And without honor, freedom is meaningless to him. Well, that's true. If you've lost all your scruples, what have you fought for? Exactly. To just be another... What's the word? There's a word for this. But it's like you're just another fake leader now. Yeah. But look, Cam's like, what's done is done. Yeah, Cam's like, let that shit go. Yeah. Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. Yeah. Um, and Sam points out, like, there is a perfectly intact Ori ship down on this planet, unmanned, unguarded, and, like, someone's going to come looking for it soon. Guys, so- I know you want to sit here and be unhappy, uh-huh. but there is a candy store. Yeah. And there is nobody running the place. Uh-huh. And before the owner gets back, we should take all the candy. 100%. That's like, how Sam sees that. Sam's like, silver lining on all this. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, mass murder, everyone's dead. Uh, real shitty, sad, though. But... <laughs> let's, let's try to make advantage of the situation. Uh-huh. Which, that is the part of Sam that I fully identify with. Yeah, it's like, in the, in the metaphor, it's like, look, I get that there was just a car wreck, and there's, like, three dead people, yeah. and then everyone's kind of gathered around, but among the people gathered around is the owner of the shop, and I want the things in there. <laughs> so, let's go get the things. <laughs> in, the, in a slightly more could-turn-the-course-of-the-war manner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, like that, only bigger. In that candy store is world peace. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, exactly. world peace is in that candy store. Let's make sure that uh-huh. this car crash where three people died was not for nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the team beams down. Vala is like, yeah, I never really figured out the layout of the ship. So in unlike D&D, we're going to split the party. Every time. Every time they split the party, though, it goes terribly. So maybe they should be following the rules of D&D. Well, Cam and Teal go one way. Daniel and Vala go another way, and Sam is on her own. You know, they could have gone through this whole session. They could have gone through this whole dungeon in in half a session if they just stayed together. (laughs) And then they could have done another dungeon on top of it. 
<laughs> speaking from experience, you say, <laughs> as you just went through what should have been a two or three <laughs> yeah. session dungeon in one go. And we're like, cool, let's just keep plowing away. Because you went, I don't want to interact with any of this shit. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> you are not the sword I'm looking for. <laughs> By the way, that happened in yeah. real life. <laughs> no, thank you. Does it look like a sword? Nope. Then we're going to charm your way past little... this encounter. Yep. Sneak your way past this encounter and just yes. ignore all the others. Yep. <laughs> so as they walk and talk, we have an actual serious moment. As they walk and yeah. talk, Vala is like, hey, can I ask a question? Which is when Daniel's like, I'm worried when you ask me if you can ask it. That means it's like a serious question. Yeah. She wants to know what Daniel meant when he said, I know how you feel earlier. And Daniel's like, God... Oh, I figured I have to tell you at some point, but... Oh. Yeah. So once upon a time, I had a wife. Yeah, and he tells her about Sharae, which was ten years ago now. And... And she makes the connection that that is the, f- the woman in the framed photo in Daniel's office. Um... My favorite part of this is Daniel has forgotten his wife so hard that I went, Oh, yeah! <laughs> I forgot because at first I was like Daniel didn't have a kid oh he's talking about his wife got it I mean his wife had a kid uh huh yeah yeah. he kind of like sort of adopted but it was like I was so not remembering what he meant that I meant it was like a one for one Uh but it's like no 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 he's talking about that wife straight up had a wife taken by the ghoul yeah um and He's like, look, in the end, I couldn't save her. Yeah. And for a long time, he felt real guilty about that. You know, like, that he had failed her. And now, he draws comfort in the fact that she's not suffering anymore at the hands of the Gould. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's true. No longer being used by the Gould. And in a small way, he gets that. Why Vala said she feels really. In case y'all hear some random rustling, there's just a dog behind Nixie. I, I don't know, digging through plants for no reason. I felt important to share. Yeah, it was right behind me, and I was like, I know there is a storm. A, yeah, just so let's just address it. Rustling directly behind just, me. Uh, excuse me, there's something I need to get right here. And the big emotional core moments. Yeah. It's very important that I do this right now. <laughs> Things seem real tense over here. I'm gonna go rustle some. Let me just go rustle some shit up. <laughs> um, so elsewhere, in a slightly less uh, dramatic walk and talk, mm-hmm. uh, Teal and Cam also have an emotional heart. Heart. Actually, no. They just find like a huge center of the Death Star style room. Yeah. With a large, important-looking sci-fi thing yeah, in the middle yeah. of it. Hey, there's something here that is probably important. I, it's the important room in every ship, yeah. But I just love the... Just... Uh, the pure um, lack of efficient design use space. You just have, like, this giant, you know, empty... it's so important that it needs room to breathe. <laughs> it just needs room to breathe. But it's just like the one walkway heading out to it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, I almost feel like if I was designing a show, it sort of is like the Galaxy Quest point of, I'd put it in there just because it's like a cliche trope yeah. at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I do love Sam uh, Cam's response to it. 
which is Let's, coming uh, up. Yeah, so they figured if they can't get the ship powered up and fly away in time, this is the best place to make a big old boom. You want to just blow it up instead? Cam is a guy who buys all the fireworks, and you're like, nobody needed that many. So you mean my husband? Yeah, that's who it is. We still have fireworks from like five years ago. There's a new stand-up if y'all are looking for some New Year's fireworks. No. (laughs) But a great Jaffa warrior once said, Exalted is the warrior who achieves victory without battle. Mm. And Cam comes back going, also, winning shows strength. Winning without fighting shows true skill. Mm-hmm. And Tilk recognizes that Cam is a student of ancient strategies. But no, Cam just heard it from Landry. It's either Sun Tzu or Dr. Phil. I don't even have words for that line. Can I tell you, it's actually a bastardization of a Sun Tzu line. Thank God. Because I was going to say, Dr. Phil is not that smart. No. Uh, it goes for... For to win 100 victories in 100 battles is not the acme of skill. To subdue the enemy without fighting is the acme of skill. Hence, to fight and conquer in all your battles is not supreme excellence. Supreme excellence consists in breaking the enemy's resistance without fighting. Boom. And I got I that, that without fucking up any words. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I, I, so, you know, it's diplomacy uh-huh. in action. And since we haven't done this in a while, and I was curious. Oh. History according to Stargate. Tell me things. So Sun Tzu was a Chinese general, military strategist, writer, philosopher, etc. Who lived in the Eastern Zoo period. Mm -hmm. Um, I apologize if I butchered the name of that period. It was like 500 BC-ish is when he was kicking around. Quite some time. Um, And... Like most historical figures from two and a half thousand years ago, yeah, <laughs> bit unsure about the details. Sure, um, sure. Or if it was like a single person, because okay. like Sun Tzu is translated to master son. Yeah. Um, so I think it was. Oh God, I didn't write this down. I think it was like Sun Wu is what they like his name was. Okay, but then there was another son, son something that was like maybe as great grandkid or something well yeah it's possible that these writings were like a player's handbook if you will yeah like multiple people that came together ghostwriter e um that the art of war was written by it's kind of like the book nope lost it okay yeah so the art of war is normally just credited to him Mm-hmm. And there were some thoughts, again, that others added to it afterwards, crib notes, but it's been highly influential on in military strategy basically since then. Yeah. Yeah, You yeah, know? Yeah. It took a bit of time to, like, it, like, reach the broad parts of the world, but it's been influencing shit since it was written. Mm-hmm. Um, and it less focuses on battle than on working around, like, of, not avoiding the battle, but, like, not Moving directly. through without violence. Yeah. You know, uh, alternatives, delaying spies, alliances, deceits. Uh You know, avoiding the actual on-the-battlefield warfare. Yeah, well, it's this idea of there's no leverage if you go to your last resort immediately. Exactly. And war is the last resort. Yeah. Kind of like a big giant weapon that kills all organic matter. Uh Uh-huh. Is your last last resort. It shows a sense of desperation and a person in control... Does not show desperation. Exactly. So, and since it's not just talking about traditional warfare, it has become, over the years, extremely popular with political leaders or, like, big businessy people Yeah. And, but there is, like, this whole 
thought behind it of do you really understand the art of war unless you really un- also understand the place it has and how it sits in contact with like the history of Chinese society right and things like that you know are you taking it out of context unless you know the full context of like, where like it everything in? else you can understand things by taking one slice of them exactly yeah um, and since it's been basically used since it was written, at least in the wiki article, it, like the recent memory uh-huh. that sort of it was popularly known it influenced things was in the first Gulf War with General Schwarzkopf and General Powell mm. sort of, I think, have mentioned that they definitely it was in their head as they were sort of. Well, I know in the eighties it was very popular. Read, I think even the movie Wall Street. That's they when all it was in like used yeah. Art of War as uh-huh. part of their tactics. It's like the that's what I mean like the big business. It was trendy, yeah. In business warfare, yeah, I should say yeah. it was very a thing, and I think it's still in you know it's still referenced today in that type. It's of, a little dated in our yeah in the approach, and that's not really. There are yeah. still people who are using that approach in business sure. and shit. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. But there is a more... Um, there's been a shift in perspective in a lot of places. Well, I think it's a cyclical thing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, it was probably big in in sort of business world well before the 80s. Oh, yeah. And then it falls out. And who knows, in another 60 years, yeah. it can be I'm bad. I'm sure that the people on Madison Ave were using the art of war. Oh, hell Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's definitely a book where the story around the book is as influential and a thing as much as the book itself. Like, it almost eclipses gotcha. what's actually in the book. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go. Back on Earth. Yep. Landry's heading off world. Gonna go roll some diplomacy checks. Yes. And Walter's like, really, can I send some Marines with you? Um, but this is a diplomatic mission to Alderaan. And I just want to point out, you know how Spellcheck, like, learns how you write? Uh-huh. Spellcheck automatically capitalized the A in Alderaan for me. That's amazing. It just, that's very important for My me My Spellcheck share. has learned to write Teal'c. Uh-huh, mine knows that. Apostrophe C. Jaffa, or, uh, uh, Gould. It knows uh, Gould. Yeah, and I think it's it's learning Braytech. Uh, yeah, mine actually has Spellcheck, bra- it knows Braytech. Yeah. I know. But Landry can't go disrespecting the Jaffa in their old house, you know? Mm-hmm. So sometimes you make the right decisions, and sometimes you make the decisions right. And Walter nods along and goes, yeah, Patton. And he goes, no, Dr. Phil. <laughs> God. Terrible. I don't like that joke. I just hate it. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam is the lucky person who finds the bridge, and who else is better suited to find the bridge? Yep. Well, control roomy, bridgey thing. Oh, yeah. Anything um, with buttons to touch, Sam's your girl. Yeah, but it's less, it's just like a chair. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, you know, we, there's comparisons between the ancients and the Ori. So yeah. It's basically just the Ori version of the, like. Uh, it's a different skin. It's, it's the same chair. Yeah, same, same chair. chair. They just modified it a little. Uh-huh. So that they wouldn't get copyright. Exactly. There's copyright Sorry. protections. Yeah. Um, and since it looks like the prior... It's the store brand ancient <laughs> chair. It's the up and up brand at Target. Yeah. <laughs> version. Okay, I'm done. So it looks like the priors are the ones that are flying the ship, sitting in the chair, and it might be in the same way, again, the ancient chairs are key to people of the ATA gene. The Ori chairs are probably key to the priors and those who are been prioritized. Yeah. Prioritized. Prioritized. <laughs> I do like the way Sam kind of looks at it. Like, she's like, this sucks. Yeah. Stupid chair. 
I want more buttons. Yeah. Um, so Sam would like to go and try to download some information from the computers before they go and blow up the ship, because, you know, those could be influential. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cam agrees. Yep. But who knows how long they have, because Teal'c yep. stops and listens halfway through saying that. Dun, dun, dun. Because there's definitely the sounds of footsteps. Yeah. And soon definitely the sound of staff weapons. Yep. It's definitely some Jaffa that definitely do not look happy to see them. It is definitely time for a standoff. And they are here to lay claim to the ship. Uh-huh. I'm on camera. He's like, ah, finders keepers. Yeah. Found it. It's ours now. Yeah, you didn't put your name on it. I licked it. Yeah. I licked this. You know Cam has licked this ship. Yeah. Well, no one said that this wasn't a ship for the taking. They just saw an empty ship. Or if you're following the Eddie Izzard rules, do you have a flag? Yeah. I mean, that's true. We've Put planted a flag, flag somewhere. I mean, yeah. A peat on it. Uh, which you now, Borel, who is the the Jaffa leading this, yep. is is not down for that idea of finders keepers. He's like, but it was our victory. It's our ship. <laughs> But we're on it now. <laughs> Teal'c's argument is that Jaffa killed thousands of innocents. Um, Burrell's argument is, well, they joined the enemy and were no longer innocent. And Cam's argument is, yeah, but they were invaded by massively Was superior they, firepower. They like, or were <laughs> they just kind of forced to? I mean, yeah. you know, Burrell's like, well, they should have resisted. And Cam's like, what? So you get killed by the aura, you get killed by the Jaffa. Either way, you're going to be dead. Yeah. Which is the enemy if both are going to kill you? Yeah, that's a solid point, Cam. Shut up about it. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want to talk about that. (laughs) Sam touches some buttons and lights go down just a little bit. Yeah, I like she's she's got a full hacker Sam. Hacker Sam. Not to be confused with a different hacker Sam. (laughs) I immediately now want her involved in In the the next D and D video. (laughs) Add. Yeah. So down in the diplomatic misunderstanding uh-huh. situation, things get less diplomatic. As Teal'c notices, so Jaffa tried to jump up behind them, and well, a little fight breaks out. Yeah. And Cam goes down pretty quickly by Zakon. And and Teal'c takes some yeah, cover. Yeah, it doesn't take a lot. Poor Cam, he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's like he kind of walked into that one. <laughs> <laughs> you rolled a real bad deck save. Uh, Daniel and Vala hear gunfire, and they're like, um, Sam? Bad things. Yeah, it's bedtimes. Tilk picks up Cam's P90 and starts dual weapon fighting. Mm-hmm. Sam is like, hey, Odyssey. Can would you, help? you like to, um... The Odyssey's like, yes, we are in orbit. <laughs> we are here. In orbit. <laughs> That is that is us. But Sam is like, I'm gonna roll for divine intervention. Yeah, and she definitely rolls too high. Well, it's like <laughs> it's just it's, I don't know how. It's like, hey, I fucked myself. Can um, you help me? No. Okay. I, I shouldn't yeah. have touched those buttons. You're right. You're right. I'll yeah, figure this out. Teal'c is still fighting. Uh, a Jaffa comes up behind him, and is faster on the trigger, and Teal'c goes down as well. Yeah, it's not great times. Emerson is explains to Sam why she's not already on the Odyssey. Hey Sam, remember when you touched buttons that you weren't supposed to? Sam passes the message on to Danny and Vala, and honestly, Sam's like, I think I fucked us. 
Yeah. I think I'll, I turned the shield on by accident. I'll give her credit. She at least is the one who, like, says it. And we find out she's not even the one that did it. Yeah. Yeah. Sam didn't fuck up in the end. Yeah. Because she's fucking Sam. She is Sam and can do no wrong. So I, I love I love Vala. Where she, you know, they're not on Vox, okay? So you have to press the button to talk on yeah. the radio. So she's like, why would you do that? Yeah. And then specifically just goes to press the button to go, oh. Yeah. Like. Okay, bye. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't know why I love that so much, but I do. Just like, goodbye. <laughs> Copy. So Sam tries to reverse that. And three more Hatoks come out of hyperspace. And since no one can risk losing another ship because we're Earth and we're we're don't have many ships, we are the Odyssey. Um, the, the Odyssey is no long is is no longer here. Uh, yeah, the Odyssey <laughs> is we or are not not in orbit. <laughs> Meanwhile, on Dakara, so Tech tells the Chafai Council. To, I mean, look, the Orion are invincible. We fucked them up good. Our first attack was a complete success. And then dismisses them when Braytech comes in and voices his concerns about the cost of that victory. Yeah. And Zaytech notes, like, look, just because you can't gather support from your fellow Jaffa, you just go running to the Tauri. Like, and you dishonor yourself. Yeah, bro, relax. Yeah. And Landry steps up. He's like, look, I'm honored to be sought up by Braytech. Uh-huh. And introduces himself. And is honest, like, the Tari are pissed that yeah. you're using a device that violates our agreement. The important thing to know here, Sitak, is that we can't just slaughter innocents. Yeah. Um, and be cool with that. Yeah. But there is a little bit, uh, not that I'm taking his, his Sitak's side, but mm -hmm. he goes on, he goes, like, I give no shits about some agreement that someone else who was in power before me yeah. made well, with you. Yeah, well, that part, yeah. Like, the p galaxy has changed since that agreement was made. The Ori aren't a match for any conventional weapons, so why not use the single device to strike back against them? That part I'm not for, but the part where he's like, I didn't make the agreement with you guys. Yeah. The trouble is that, again, you're going to the last resort so yes. quickly that you're going to have nothing left for tomorrow, bro. Landry's like, maybe the slaughtering of innocent people, like, yeah. might be... Landry doesn't add... And almost maybe should going, look, we've done the whole sacrifice thousands of innocents to try to end the war bit. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's kind of a giant black mark in our history. Don't <laughs> do it. Maybe avoid that. It's Just, bad. Again, from experience, from, from history that my people have learned. Yeah. Um, maybe find a different way, if yep, at all yep, possible. Yep, yep, yep. Sometimes it's the best to just not do that thing. So, um... To Satak's view, though, he goes, look, it's shitty that it has to happen, mm -hmm. but we only need to attack this way a few times to get enough Ori ships that we don't have to use the device anymore. But mm -hmm. for now, it's our only option. Yeah. And, Sorry, and, there's a dog trying to dig under underneath us. <laughs> and uh, Landry points out that incidental genocide is not an option. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think this is the best way to approach this, because if we end up killing all the people we're trying to save, yeah. then we didn't really do the job that we were hoping to do. Yeah. So let's not do it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Remember that whole, like, Retilk was like, victory without yeah. honor is, n or freedom without I think the AKA is... is like Pyrrhic victories. <laughs> or um, and he's like, yeah, the cost of victory is very high, yeah. but the cost of defeat would be even higher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not great. So, Dania, Don, Daniel? Daniel and Vala. The two. It's Dala. It's. <laughs> the two. Daniel. We'll be honest. Probably the two best unconventionally tactical minds. Yeah. You know, um, a, a go around the ship avoiding detection, hiding behind what looks like the Book of Origin. It's a altar. nice little bard and a rogue trying yeah. to sneak around. Yeah, I like it. It's unconventional tactical yeah. work here. Uh -huh. So Cam is nudged awake via staff weapon. <laughs> Tilk is already sitting up. Gently staffed awake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people get woken up like that sometimes some people get woken like that every day <laughs> because there's a dog that likes to jump from the threshold of the doorway onto the bed to see if he can make it onto the either. that might be the one time i went dirtier than you <laughs> well that too <laughs> that too i was just thinking about this butthole if you heard loud banging that was the uh, steel rod that is the dog's tail hitting steel. Yeah, sorry guys. It's uh, it's a Beskar against uh, you know, dark it's a lightsaber saber versus Beskar. It's uh, neither one's gonna win. They're just gonna destroy each other. <laughs> sorry, I'm um, I'm very distracted by this dog right now. So so He's just going to town. Bora wants to it's know like three feet in. Okay. I'm All done. I I'm see done. is like dog ass in the air. Yeah, he's, he's, that's how much of the rest of them is underneath the ground. Well, he just wanted to lay down. He, he wants to he, lay in the hole. He wants to, yeah, that's exactly it. There, he spit so, out. So, Burrell wants to know where the rest of Cam's team is. And mm -hmm. Cam's like, nope, it was just us. No, we are the team. Bye. He's like, yeah, no, but seriously, I talk, so I, I heard you talking to a woman. Uh huh. She's, it's, oh, it's GLaDOS. Her? She's the ship. This, yeah, uh, she was, she's through the Stargate by now. Uh -huh. She was in the village. She hates me. She wouldn't wait for me. Uh, he's a not, bitch. Morella's not buying any of this. Yeah. <laughs> through the radio tells the rest of SG-1 to surrender now. Mm -hmm. Or he's going to assume everyone's hostile. And then Cam and Teal'c will definitely get hurt. Mm. Um, <laughs> cut to Daniel and Vala <laughs> and Sam. <laughs> trying really hard. <laughs> I'm just, I'm being taken apart. But now, now the other dog licked the microphone. So if y'all heard that, that's just life. So, okay, I'm going to devolve. We're going to get through this episode. Sorry. Okay. Yes. But it's just like the rest of the team looking very concerned, weighing yeah. their options. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're like, uh, do we say something? I, Cam, I love her so much. She's like, I'm not going to say something. Sam, yeah. But sh yes. But should I? Also, but I'm not gonna. Sam needs a bigger laptop. Yeah, that's what it is. Is she? <laughs> it, they can't fit as much as her brain can fit in that laptop. That laptop is gigantic. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Well, she needs. She's like um, been worried about muscle atrophy, so yeah. she just needs some more heavy. I mean, that carry. laptop has to weigh like 15 pounds on its own. <laughs> yeah. You can just oh, lift that as weights. That's your workout. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, Daniel just beat Sam to speak up. Uh huh. Um, he's like, "Look, 
Look, I'm gonna do my bird thing. Um, we shouldn't be fighting. We should be working together. Yeah. Burl's like, yeah, yeah, no. Daniel's like, and I rolled a net one. But look, we're really good at the technology. We're really smart. And no offense, you guys seem more like the muscle over bronze type yeah, folk. We're just saying, maybe. Like, let's work together. Friends. Pool resources. Burl's like, um, no. yeah, nah. No. We don't care because we're brutes and we just want to be brutes and we want our shit go away by. And all that talking out loud led the Jaffa patrols right to them. And Sam realizes that she's the only one not captured. Yeah. So keep working. Yeah. I, I mean, and that seems like the case for Sam. Like, she would be the one of all of them to be able to be wily enough to yeah. not get caught. It is going to be Sam. So the red shirt. At the end of the day, Sam's like, gotta look out for Sam. <laughs> Bye. I love you guys. I must save Sam. You people aren't going to be able to hack into this ship. I'm going to so. come back and save y'all. But to save y'all, I got to save me. So the red shirt Jaffa who are watching Daniel and Vala. Mm -hmm. um, after Daniel is like, this is a mistake. The Ori will be here soon. Yep. Um, is, is is Then we hear a voice. <laughs> yep. I think not. And all the weapons are just, like, force-torn away from Jaffa hands, and they're force-choked. And then Adri appears. Hello, mother. Scariest hero. Which, I don't know about you, okay? Oh. But, like... Someone calling someone mother is how you freak them out. That's already... Yeah, that's... If somebody... <laughs> Imagine not knowing you had a child out there as a woman. Yeah. Like, how does... <laughs> I understand that this can happen very easily for men, but uh, what well, and mother in itself is already so. I'm just saying, like, uh, like I've been warned. Just don't call, like my mother's like don't 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 call me mother. Like that's hello, mother. It's yeah. like call. It's like calling. It's you know what the equivalent is. Mm. The equivalent to calling someone mother is the equivalent of calling someone by their first, middle, and last name. Yeah. But is it creepier, and let me play devil's advocate, for yeah. Adria to be like, hi, mom. Wouldn't that be creepy? Or, hello, mommy. There's no way for it not to be creepy is There's the problem. There's nothing that doesn't, yeah, make it here. But yeah, mother. I'm just saying in general. Oh, yeah. Mother. You might as well just add fucker to the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just awful. Okay, I'm done. Um... So Daniel tries grabbing the Zet, and Adri just mentally takes that. No, thank you. And starts no, force-choking Daniel yeah, as well. I was going to say. She's a Jedi. She's a Sith? She's a Sith. She's she's the chosen one. She is the chosen she is one. On the, she is on the verge. She is definitely the chosen one. And, and Vala is like, um, please, honey, can you stop showing off your telekinetic powers? Hi, dollface. <laughs> Hey, Please sweet put that human down. <laughs> hey, sweetie. Um, yeah. Um, you know, Adria missed mother. Yeah. And and you know they said that she should forget about Vala, and that Vala abandoned her because she didn't care. But Adria knew that Vala would come back. Mm hmm. And she apparently was not killed by this weapon yeah. because the stone on her necklace holds a piece of the holy city of Celestis. Oh, cool. A super great time. It protects that she's unkillable. her. 
And don't worry, more ships will soon come. And then when they're with the fleet, and she hugs Vala, and, and Adria promises they will never be separated again. And the look on Vala's face yeah. in this hug... <laughs> Help me. Is a lot of emotions running through Terrifying. Terrified. Yeah, it's not great. It's, uh, it is, it is great to see, uh, you know, I think a woman like Vala might struggle with motherhood regardless of who her child is. Uh-huh. Just because she's always been al- alone and, and very much just gotta take care of me. And Yeah. And not had a chance to develop that motherly instinct, uh, even if she'd wanted to. We don't know that she did or didn't. She yeah. takes to it pretty well. But um, on top of it, yeah. your child is this child. Yeah. She's doing a pretty damn good job. She is. I mean, she is. <laughs> That's a lot of mothering. Uh-huh. To be the mother of yeah. the Orisai. That's some heavy, hard, hardcore black belt level mothering it's just zero to a hundred mm-hmm. so back with Burrell Cam and Teal like there's some there's some look there's some Jaffa who think Tari are awesome for helping to get rid of the gold yeah Burrell is not one of them nope you know look no doubt you Tari totes helped us but Burrell thinks that we helped for self-preservation, not out of generosity. Mm-hmm. And that the Jaffa could have done themselves. It may have taken a little bit longer, mm. but, like, we could have done it without your help. Could you, though? And, like, you're just going around going, look how much I helped you, and, like, thinking we should give you all this credit when, like, you know, you're only helping yourself. How much credit should we give you? I mean, they were helping themselves. But... Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. mean, I can see his point of view. I get it. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and Cam then denies knowing what the C4 detonator is. Uh-huh. And we're all like, you know, clicks open the first switch. And then we see the C4 flashing. Yeah. Good times. Um, Burrell won't ask again. Mm-hmm. You know, and he says it as if, like, a parent asking which kid made the mess. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna find out one way or another. Cam goes okay. to say something and just fakes. Nope, I got nothing. Yeah. Well, I feel like intimidation's just look. I think Cam's immune to it. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not a tactic that's gonna work here. Is ne- neither one of those guys is yeah. intimidation gonna work on? Yeah. And he uh, Borel almost goes to click the boom switch. <laughs> we do this great rake focus back to Teal, who yeah. like sits up a little taller. Ah, uh, this is where we all die. Those are some real tight buttholes. <laughs> some real tight buttholes in that picture. And at the same time, Sam gets really excited when she gets the whole ship to power down because why <laughs> turn the shield off when you just turn the whole I ship off? I do love that she's like, hey, look what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did a thing. Everyone else on the ship looks around confused and Burrell, in the end, does not blow up the ship. Before Sam leaves the room, she looks back and grabs the prior staff. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, look, a toy. I'll take that. <laughs> Thank you. Loot the room. Yep. Vala tells Adria, like, they aren't... Look, like, look, Adria, like, we're not gonna go rejoin the fleet. You're gonna come with me. Mm-hmm. You're gonna come with Mom. Yeah. And she's How do like, you cult deprogram <laughs> when your child is the head of the cult? I don't know. I don't think there's a book on that. Probably not. 
Uh, and and Andrea is like, she can't, I can't abandon my army. Um, and Vala, bless her, is like, as your mother, I'm putting my foot down. You're too young to have your own army. I love the, the number of ineffective empty threats in this episode. <laughs> By Jaffa, by humans, by other aliens. The only one who can back up anything in this entire episode is Adria. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So she turns to Daniel and tries to mentally force an answer from Daniel about what happened to her people on the planet. And she does it so offhandedly that you know she does this to get answers. She does this all day long. Yeah. She doesn't realize how awful this is. This is normal to her. Yeah. Um, and Dan Daniel resists. Yeah, looks painful, but he does. looks like he's gonna poop his pants. But um, he he makes it through. Vala pulls mom tone, telling her to stop. Uh huh. And Adria does recognize that Daniel has a strong mind, which we knew. Yeah, which leads us to the creepy thing at the end of it. But it's fine. Uh, yeah, we're only gonna there. Uh, yeah. So Vala helps Daniel up. And Adrian just goes to, tells the Jaffa to wake up, because that Jaffa's mind is much weaker. Oh, yeah. And she clearly is silently getting the answer she needs. She's just vadering him from across the the boardroom. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, While verbally asking for more, and when Vala tries to stop her, she just shoves Vala back, telling her not to interfere. And clearly Adria learns about the device, who made it, she's just wanting to know where it is. Let's see, they should have just not told... You don't tell the foot soldiers. Never tell the foot... Man, the problem is, is that everyone knows it's on Takara. Yeah, that's fair. It's not a secret. That's true. So Sam shows up, and with the help of the prior staff, knocks out one guard and gives enough of opportunity for Cam and Teal to stand up and take out the others with a couple elbows and some zats. And she gets a gets surprise round in. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, the prior staff was a piece of cake, and I love it, because you know she's trained with, like, with bow staffs yeah. and shit before. Now, yeah. she may not be as skilled as Cam or Teal in uh-huh. those areas, but, like, she can hold but her she own. Can, yeah, she's doing all right. Back with Adria. She's, oh, yes. She's finished forcibly removing the location of the Dakara from the Jaffa, and uh-huh. without a second thought, just snaps his neck. Oh, yeah, well, we're done Dylan, with him now. Vala, uh, just stand there a bit horrified at yeah. that situation. Um, everything's fine. This is normal. This is, um... Yeah. The trouble with not learning ethics. Uh-huh. On Dakara, Landry is still trying to keep this alliance going. Mm-hmm. And so Tech is like, I don't see what, like, how does this alliance benefit Jaffa? Yep. Like, the ghouls are defeated. What's the benefit of moving forward? Yeah, he's kind of just like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I want more. It's a little bit more. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't. I think from Sataki's like I, I you I don't see anything that you can there's nothing you can give us that would benefit us right yeah, now. Yeah, we're done with yeah, there you've shown how essentially not powerful you guys are against the Ori, so why would yeah. we want to keep this alliance? You have nothing to offer. Exactly. At this point you're a weight on my We clearly shoulders. you know, it's one of those things where it's like we clearly have very different approaches to a lot of situations and you know Yeah, right now you're weighing me down. Exactly. So, Satek sees that Jaffa planets keep falling to the Ori, mm-hmm. you know, but here's Earth, all untouched and all. Yeah. 
he makes these valid points because it's like, yeah. listen, you can talk high and mighty because you're not actually part of this. Exactly. So fuck off a lot. Um, We're and, in the middle of this. And Landry does throw back. He's like, look, I noticed that of all the planets you chose to test this new toy on, it was a human world and not one of the dozens of Jaffa planets that have fallen right. to the Ori. We're not all innocent in this in this matter. And so Tech just is like, yeah, discussion over. Yeah. <laughs> We're done now. So, walking and talking. Uh-huh. Sam explains that after checking it out, she realized that she was not the one to turn the shields on. <laughs> Don't know who was not me. I didn't do the things that I thought. Guys, I have no idea what I'm doing today. <laughs> That's basically Sam this episode. I'm not in charge know. of shit. I'm literally just pressing buttons, I'm kind of just happy to be alive in this one. And the Odyssey had to not be in orbit. <laughs> not be here. Um... Because of the whole situation in space right now? Yeah. In orbit, we are not. <laughs> uh, and, and so right now, their best bet is just get to the Stargate. Yep. And Cam calls for Daniel and Vala over the radio, which Adria hears. Too late. Damn it. As she powers the ship up with her mind. Oh, yay. And immediately, I just go back. If we're going to go to Serenity, I just think of the line. We're, we're, um, she's like, I can kill you with my mind. <laughs> I mean, it's not her line, yeah, but still, it's, it's like, it's a pretty close, pretty line. close, um, character, yeah, lines, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the ship powering up confuses the rest of the team, yeah, and we see the ship start to take off. Yeah, she's not having this. We're gonna go on a family trip to yeah. Takara, whether you want to or not. On Takara, Landry and Braytek are stopped in the hallway. Mm-hmm. So Tech comes up behind them and he's like, look, word on the street is that the Ori ship just launched. Have anything to do with that, basically? Please, dude. Yeah. Same I love how in the same... He'll, in the same sentence, he'll say that they're completely useless. Yeah. But then give them credit for starting an Ori ship. Uh-huh. Anyway. Sam hopes that she can override the primary system is back up on the bridge. She left all our computer and gear there. And we see the Ori ship almost dismissively take out three Jaffa ships and yeah. then take off into hyperspace. Yeah. As the Odyssey is now... It's like it's kicking rocks as it heads out. As like the it's... Odyssey is here. Or not. <laughs> In orbit, the yeah. Odyssey is here. Mm-hmm. In orbit, it is here. I mean, that's uh, we pretty much settled that's our AKA... <laughs> In orbit, we are here. <laughs> we are here. Um, so on the bridge of the Odyssey, since they don't detect any life signs on the surface, Mark is like, I really hope the team got through the gate. <laughs> yeah, because we're just here. Because, like, there's no life signs what there. What a frustrating job. Oh, my gosh. But they ha- they would have heard from Earth if they made it back sure. to Earth through the Stargate. So Emerson knows that they're on that ship still. Uh-huh. And they have one shot at rescuing them if the ship is heading where Emerson thinks it's heading and he tells them to set course for Dakara. Yay. Let's all go to Dakara. So, Satak explains to Landry and Braytak. He's yep. like, look, Jaffa's ships were destroyed by the Ori ship. Mm-hmm. And since there's no gate activity and the only other people, the only other ship there was the Ori ship, good job at hiding Odyssey. Um, there's no Ori soldiers left. <laughs> yeah. The only people on that ship besides Jaffa were from Stargate Command. Yeah. Hmm. Braytek's like, look, 
I know these people. They wouldn't just, like, take out Jaffa ships. It's, and it's kind of like the stupidest, stupidest thing. Sataka's not okay. Like, if anybody who, who truly is there and is looking for the best and for the Jaffa... Yeah. The amount of times this man's like, this guy did it. The butler did it. The <laughs> it's like, okay, you suck at this. He does suck at you it. You really do. Because the fact that you're just sitting here suspecting everyone makes you really... Again, Sataka's shown nothing but, like, desperate, desperate ignorance. And he's also just clearly someone who, because he already dismisses the Tauri, he uh-huh. is clearly not someone who goes out of the way to understand... Like, the fact that the Tari do have a different mode yeah. of thing. Because, it to me, someone who's going to be sus- suspecting those things, someone who's, like, automatically accuses someone of just taking out the ships, that is someone who would do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the... Yeah. You, you're the most suspicious person because what are you hiding? Yeah. He's like, well, what other explanation could there have? Like, that's why the Chaffa ships, you were the only ones there. And Landry's like, look, no matter how much we disagreed, we're not going to sneak attack allies. Yeah. Um, but Satak is super not believing any of this and has the guards, you know, watch them. Yep. On the R.I. ship. Which, look, I love that this ship has so much oxygen on it that they can just have, like, giant open torch flames. <laughs> Seriously. Well, that yeah, they're just so, um... You're on a spaceship. Yep. Like, using oxygen. Yep. There's many reasons why you should not do that. That's fine. We're alright. Okay. We do what we want. Okay. Anyway, Cam, Teal'c, and Sam make it to the bridge. The mm. question now is, who the fuck is flying the ship? Yeah. Well, we know. Yep. As Adria tells Vala that Toman's going to be really happy to see her again. Oh, yeah, Toman. Toman's not here with me now because, you know, I have to travel to various ships. I mean, as the leader of the Great Enlightenment, she has to make her presence known, of course. Yeah, this is all great. And when the the rest of the fleet arrives, it's going to be so much harder to keep my face known among people mm-hmm. uh, and make my rounds. <laughs> Daniel's like, I'm going to be so popular, you just don't even know. Popular. <laughs> God. And Daniel's like, out of curiosity, how many ships are coming? Yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way. Not many. Adre figures the galaxy would be converted within a year. Oh, cool, 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 cool. She's got, you know, great project management <laughs> um, in front of her. So as Sam works, Cam tries to reach out to Daniel and Vala over the radio, but can't. So the guys are going to have to go look for them while Sam continues to get control of the ship yeah. again. And quickly they come face to face with Shi Jaffa, and Cam's like, at least it's not raining. Oh, yay. More Jaffa. <laughs> I mean, it's like the same Jaffa. Yeah, yeah. Adria doesn't know why Vala is having issues. I mean, look, you're going to be revered by all who follow Origin because you're the mother of the Orisai. Why do you gotta deal with, like, conscience and ethics, I mother? Know. Just like, be cool. You're gonna be fond over. And mm-hmm. listen, Vala loves celebrity status and all. And yeah. the perks that come with it. Having to perform for the masses would just get tiresome. I mean, Vala's not good with crowds. She's That's, more of a one-on-one. Yeah. That is a nice way to put that. <laughs> but, you know, don't worry. She's like, you're not gonna do anything. Like, they're just gonna love you for being my mother, because they like me. I do love her attempts at, um... 
at shifting Adria's thinking mm-hmm. because she's really good at never telling her she's wrong mm-hmm. or like this or, or what you're doing is wrong. She's mm-hmm. like, let's just just do this other really cool thing over here instead. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it's not enough. And and Andrea's like, you just have to accept origin into your heart. And Vela's like, yeah. yeah um, but I want those. So. About that. Yeah. And here's the thing. For for everything else that Adria is, she is still a little insecure. Uh-huh. She's like, look, if I can't convince my own mother to follow me, how like how can I sway countless worlds? Until my mom follows me. Why won't you accept me, mom? As a figurehead uh-huh. of a cult, like my mission is a failure. Yeah. I mean, it's the reason a lot of people turn bad is just they want acceptance from their parents. It's it, yeah. It all comes back. Uh-huh. Just to just, to just, yeah. You know, being a parent is tough, and it's, you do a lot of things to kids in their formative years. And Daniel and Vala both agree. Yeah, Vala's real stubborn. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a streak that Adria got too. Yeah, uh, she can be very patient, very determined in her convincing. Yeah. <laughs> and Daniel's like, do you have the same patience? When others refuse to bend the knee? Huh. Daniel, you better be careful. <laughs> um, and Andrea and Daniel go at it now. And he uh-huh. makes the same argument he's made oh so many times uh-huh. on this show about, like, you know, free will and letting people, people choose, choose their own you, fates. Yeah. Uh, but Andrea looks in a very different way. You know, it's, it's very the matter patron saint of free will. <laughs> Daniel uh-huh. is the patron saint of free will. Yeah. Andrea looks at it in a very, very different, very black and white, matter of fact way. She's like, look, I'm trying to bring this entire galaxy from darkness to light. Okay? Yeah, it's very, very dismissive. Yeah. To, like, to do that, all doubt has to be removed or it's going to spread like cancer. Yeah, she's very quick to, to just be like, no, you're wrong. Let yeah. me tell you why. She's very clear in her convictions, which is scary as fuck. It's scary as fuck. I mean, not, it, you know, first of all, that's what happens when you don't tell a child no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and B, that's what happens when you tell a child that she, you know, um, is... The world also literally she, revolves around her. But when it actually does, because she's actually part God. Hey, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And she, you know, it's very simple to Adria, and she doesn't understand why Daniel doesn't understand that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they have a bit of a stare down, and I have a strong hunch that this is the first time Adrian's been stood up to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, she doesn't, like, kill him on the spot over it. Yeah, because I guarantee you this is the first time Adria's been contradicted about anything. Yeah. So back with the standoff. Oh, yes. For all... Obviously does not believe that SG-1 isn't the one flying the ship. Mm-hmm. And it's only when Tilk also steps forward and, like, knowing Burrell would have a harder time believing that Tilk, the fellow Jaffa honorable warrior, would be lying to him. Yeah. Explaining that no one, no one knows who the fuck is flying the ship, Yeah, okay? listen, motherfucker, we're <laughs> on the same side. The longer we sit here arguing about this... The less we yeah. have a chance of surviving. So the weapons are finally put down, and there's like a... It's a tenuous alliance bridge. Yeah. Like, a feather would break this bridge, but like... Yeah. But it's something. At least they're not killing each other. Yeah. So Vala tries to say something to Adria, but 
no time, mother. The time for talking is done. Mom, mom, shut up, mom. We've arrived. Worse. And we see the ship come out of hyperspace <sighs> around Akara. Mm-hmm. Which Cam and Teal'c instantly recognize since conveniently they enter, like, a room with a bed and a window. <laughs> yeah. Satak so comes back into the room with Landry and Braytac, and to him, the Orha ship being here is just more proof the Tauri are behind this. Yeah, Satak's so losing his damn mind. They and will, that the Earth wants to force the Jaffa to give up the ancient device. God, I'm telling you, all of this is ultimately all of his shortcomings. Yeah. Coming to life. Landry can confidently say that Earth is not behind all this. Yeah. Which Satak is not hearing in any way, shape, or no. form. His mind's made up. And he promises the Jaffa fleet will lay siege to Earth and pay back for this. Yeah. And... Drakey's face. Jakey, but I didn't do anything, Mama. I, I can't pet you. You have to go inside. But Mama, look how sweet I am. Yeah. He's so adorable. He's definitely my kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look. Look at me. Whereas is Stormy immediately with Auntie Nixie, are you going to pet me? Because then I can't get yelled at if Auntie Nixie's petting me. Hello. Hello. We're almost done. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. We're getting to the end and then I am starving. Yeah, I'm too. I was like hungry and then we over here and I went... Stormy! Hi! Give me 20 minutes? Yeah. Hi! Hi! Do you want me to bring them Yeah, if you can. If you can get, there's a bunch those. of treats. What is on your head, Stormy? Stormy? On. They put his head in the tree thing out there and it gets all the... Go inside! Go inside! Stormy, inside! Go. go inside! Stormy. I will give you pets before inside. I leave. Go Come inside. On. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's my chance! <laughs> confidently say he's like look we didn't do this this wasn't us yeah we uh as much as you want to believe that the whole everything is out to get you and that everything we do is aimed solely at you and that the world revolves around you it's kind of not the case uh Satek <laughs> is not hearing any of no. this again he's like look i promise that the jaffa fleet is going to lay siege to earth in payment yeah <laughs> that it will take we will okay. take the ori ship back and avenge our fallen brothers I, and they yeah. just stare each other down yeah um, next time I'm feeling like nobody likes me uh -huh. or everyone's out to get me, yeah. I'm just going to watch this and remind myself how silly that seems. <laughs> I'm just going to side. swear to lay siege on someone's home planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, that's, that's the way to do it. it. 
regardless if that's my also my home planet. No, we're, no, nope, doesn't matter. On the ship, Cam figures that um, this ship is not here for a friendly trip. Yeah. And Teal figures that with the engines active, that C4 might do even more damage, might even destroy the ship, because this ship cannot be allowed to attack Takara. Yeah, whatever it takes. Understanding what that means, mm -hmm. Cam grabs the detonator and readies it. And Teal's like, what's the hold up? Why aren't you pressing it? And honestly, Cam's just trying to think of some fitting last words yeah. and says, fuck it, and flips the switch. I mean, fuck it is some good last words. It is. Yeah. And waits. Nothing happens. Hey, our girl Adria. And confused, she just keeps trying to flip it. Yeah. Imagine thinking this is a moment you're going to die and uh -huh. then not. Yeah. I think from that moment on, I'd be like, I did die. <laughs> Every... That blink was a dead. Yeah, and <laughs> I just keeps going. This game just resets. <laughs> I am now invincible. Yeah. And then you die five five minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> it was Tote Adria showing even more of her powers, telling Daniel and Vala that they should thank her because she just saved their lives. Ugh. And when Jafad comes around the corner, she just takes care of him and She's then closes like, the door. No thanks. I mean, it really is just full out, like, Sith Force powers. It's not... Yeah, it's not good for anybody that she is this powerful. It's gonna only take... The only thing that's gonna change this is gonna be some sort of diplomacy bullshit. I mean, can you imagine fighting the Sith when there's no Jedi? Oh, <laughs> The Jedi are like, ah, we're not gonna get involved in this one. Yeah, the Jedi are like... Mm, We've taken the Prime Directive, yep. and so it's not ours. We can't... We can't As I mix it. my <laughs> wars, it's my okay. stars series. It's okay, I was with you. I, yeah. I moved past it. Yeah, thank you. So the Odyssey comes out of hyperspace and calls out to Sam that they're gonna try to beam them all out again, and Sam's like, um, hold. I, those shields? Mm-hmm. I didn't do it again this time, but they're up again. Yeah, somebody else is doing the things. So just in orbit, there you are. <laughs> there you are. Or not, but mainly be... <laughs> if you can, stay in orbit this time. Yeah, just be. Can you just be... be just, now, don't get hit by anything so you're not yeah. being... But, but like B. B, yeah. Stay being. Just Odyssey at Odyssey <laughs> it. So Satak so brings them into the room with a device. The ancient uh -huh. device. And yeah, it's mostly used to fire through the gate. Uh -huh. But fun feature, it can also release a wave that encompasses this entire world it's and got, the orbit. It's a versatile weapon. <laughs> Wiping out all life on all the ships in orbit. Don't worry, you'll be safe in this shielded chamber. Uh-huh. Because they'll bear witness as the Jaffa take their rightful place as true powers Yay. in the galaxy. Um, okay. I'm glad they have a line, Lee, in this episode about how Dakara was evacuated. Because otherwise he's just killing all the Jaffa yeah. Dakara. He's gone, uh, what is it, in Apocalypse Now? Yeah. Where the guy just loses his damn yeah. mind? That's what's happening to talk right now. Yeah. So, how... Quickly, were they able to evacuate Takara? I think they evacuated before Landry got there. Like, I think enough people were like, Satax lost his damn mind. It is no longer safe to be here. Because I think damn. the moment that they fired the weapon at that other planet, people were like, we gotta go. Oh, uh, we need to vacation. 
at our summer home. Uh, yeah, I think because elsewhere, you know, not all the Jaffa would probably be, understand. You know, a lot of Jaffa are reasonably minded. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that they they probably saw this brewing. And they're like, this guy's lost his damn mind. Like, how did this asshole become head of the council? And then it's like, the minute he actually fires the first nuclear weapon, yeah. it's like, we gotta go. Yeah. We gotta go. We gotta I... go. We gotta get to Canada right now. <laughs> um, yeah, because, like, uh, y- otherwise you just mass murdered a bunch of your own people yeah. trying to save only yourself. Yep. So Daniel tries some last-ditch moves... You know, uh, I I don't think this device is the only threat against you. Like, what about the ancients, Adria? And she's like, we both know they're not going to get involved. Yeah. I have free reign in this galaxy. I mean, as, as scary and fucked up as it would have been, it would have been fun to see Adria and Sajak talk to each other. <laughs> just like, I know it's not appropriate, but they were not. They were unhinged. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So... Vala tries her own. Well, listen, if you let everyone go, I will come with you. Yeah. And I will even try to keep an open mind about the whole origin thing. And Adria turns to her and she's like, well, it's too late for everyone else. Oof. But I'm going to keep Daniel alive because don't worry, we have plans for him. Oh, yay. Which can only be good. Yeah. Yeah. It's always good. Yeah. He's so pretty. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to think about it too hard. Uh, back in Dakara. Uh-huh. They finish dialing in the weapon, and yep. Satak orders it to fire. Landry tries to steal him to stop because his people might be on the ship, but mm-hmm. Honey Badger don't give a shit. Nope. <laughs> and orders the Jaffa to fire. Cool. And we see it, the, the top of the mountain rock sort of break open. Yeah. And the it weapon... It kind of takes a while to load that weapon. Uh-huh. 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 So Sam, working as fast as she can, finally gets the shield down and lets the Odyssey know. And Emerson orders them to beam those people out, Get out as now. fast as possible. Yeah, I will. As much as we make fun of the Odyssey, the reason they're always in wait is they're constantly anticipating yeah. the moment where they're like... The millisecond that like, window opens. Listen, they are clutch. Yeah. They are clutch. They're just, their hands over the button every single How time. How many times have they saved SG-1's ass? Every times. Every times. <laughs> so the weapon wave starts to travel across the planet's surface, and SG-1 is beamed off the ship at just the right moment. Adria is looking around confused. They arrive on the Odyssey Bridge, and the Odyssey GTFO through yep. hyperspace Bye. as the wave hits the Ori ship. Uh-huh. And we see the wave pass through Adria. Yeah. We see the Jaffa, the bodies of the Jaffa, disappear, because they're destroyed. Yep. It just doesn't touch Adria. And she fires the main Ori weapon, knowing exactly where to aim on that planet. Yep. And the device room starts to shake under fire. And we see attack trying to figure out why the weapon didn't seem to have any effect on this Ori ship. Because, brah, like, <laughs> it wasn't being run by the fucking Tauri. And Braytex takes this chance, grabs Landry, and they run. We gotta go. Yeah. Bye. And, and yeah, so they, we find that they did evacuate Takara, which yeah. means the Stargate's also unguarded. Yeah. 
Satak orders the weapon to be fired again, and standing in front of the event horizon, these two men look back, seeing the Ori weapon hit the mountain Ugh. where the weapon is, and they turn and head through the gate. And we see Adrius and another beam down, hitting the weapon emitter directly, blowing it up in this impressive explosion where there's like rocks hitting the camera type yeah, thing. It's yeah, pretty yeah, cool. yeah. Sakara's gone. Sucks a lot. Sometime later, everyone is gathered in the briefing room, including Braytac. Um, Sam and Teal come up the stairs solemnly. Yep. They sent a cargo ship yep. to check into Kara. It's leveled. Oof. It's no more. Yikes. And Sam adds that five more planets have fallen to the Ori, including Heberden and Langara. Um, Heberden was the planet where Sam helped for the fun space race. Oh, yeah. Um, and Langara is Jonas Quinn's oh, home planet. Oh, no. There has been not a word from anyone on either of those two planets. Sad. So Cam realizes they are getting their asses whooped. And oh. this mysterious Merlin device is the only shot they have. So Landry is like, then fucking find it. Yeah. Dismissed. The end. Yeah. He's a little pissed. Yeah. Well, we're losing bad. And Braytag tells everyone that, like, the Jaffa nation is now fractured. Yeah. Um, the council is in disarray. Dakar is the only thing that was uniting them. And he fears everything is going to be lost. Yep. And Teal tries telling him that the war is not over. Mm -hmm. um, but Braytag is... He's Monday morning quarterbacking. Like how he dealt with attack and, and how he did all this. And yeah. Bala's like, look, nothing can be gained by second-guessing yourself. You cannot remake the past. Yep. So just look ahead or risk being left behind. What's and she next? just kind of leaves. Yeah. And Braytech looks at her sort of pondering and thinking. Mm -hmm. And and Braytech says that she displays the wisdom of a battle-seasoned warrior. And Daniel's like, well, she's a mother. Close <laughs> enough. Yeah. Which is accurate. Yeah. Which I, I almost think, too, from Daniel's point of view, battle-seasoned warrior is close enough to being a mother versus the other way around. Yeah. Like, mom is uh -huh. the fucking hardest yeah. thing to You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Legit. Legit. Um, this was a... Uh, I feel like now we're getting somewhere. Now we're sitting, like, we were having some fun. Mm -hmm. We were fucking around. Mm -hmm. We were, you know, talking to Martin. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, we're closing this thing off with a bang. Yeah. That's how I feel. That's yeah. what I think it's doing. I will tell you that there are still some, you know, cheeky episodes left. I mean, you know, not to metagame. Still Stargate. But we've got, like, a good, what, 15, 14 well, 12? this is episode seven, and there's uh -huh. 20 episodes. Okay. Okay. So, you know, we're, we're a third of the way there. So we've yeah. got a little bit of time to play. Yeah. But we're setting up the big show. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm scared. <laughs> Adria's uh, scary, yo. Yeah. She's, uh, the Ori suck. The Ori continue to be suck. Because even with Anubis, he, like, couldn't use all of his powers. Yeah. Adria does not care. Pwah. Yike. Okay, guys, this episode was something. Mm -hmm. I, I'm st again, this is one of those ones where I'm like, you can't keep watching. There's a lot that happened in this episode. You cannot keep watching. You yeah. cannot binge this. Um, and on that note, so next week, let's see, we've got some interesting weeks coming up, right? Yeah, because holidays and holidays. 
So I think next week we may have like a little tangent for y'all. We're hoping to be able to coordinate to record a a holiday special for you, if you yeah, will. Yeah, that'll come out the Tuesday after Christmas. That may the, not be in everyone's taste, but it'll be real fun either here's way. Here's the thing. It's Limbo Week, where you're like, what even is this week? Uh-huh. So we're going to bring you a what even is this podcast. Basically. Um, and then we may have to take a little break to reset, and then we'll be back. Yeah, so it's going to be into January when we're back. End of January? In Into January. Into January. I was yeah. like, not that long. Not the okay. end of January. Second, like, second week mid, of January. Yeah. Mid-January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember the date right now. I'm that's sorry. okay. I'll, I'll find it. Um, I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll find it. But. right well, around, It's going to be right around when Critical Role premieres again. Yay. <laughs> we might beat Critical Role, so, maybe. So, yeah. Um, you're listening to this on the 22nd. Probably on the 29th, we'll have a little one even is this pod. And then after that, we'll be back on the 12th with some Atlantis for you. Yes, uh, it's uh, hold up. I just forgot. It's common ground. Common ground. That doesn't give anything away. It doesn't. Dang it. it okay. Doesn't. Um, but I'm hyped. I, I'm going to have a hard time waiting. I'm uh, I really want to binge the end of this series. I I really want to so bad. I will actually tell you, um, Common Ground's a good Atlantis episode. The episode, which I can't even tell you the name of it, but the episode after Common Ground is one of my favorite Atlantis episodes. What I'm telling myself now is this will all be amazing payoff to when I can then go back to season one, episode one, all over again. Uh Uh, Guys, this is fun. Um, We'll see you next week with something weird. Uh, <laughs> so weird. weird that's a way for um, it until then find us oh have happy holidays yes. uh, be safe out there I know we finished, just finished Hanukkah if you celebrate Hanukkah yeah um, we have Christmas coming up we have Festivus coming up we have we the have solstice coming up the new year uh, um, a planetary conjunction coming up that's cool so many things thing maybe you just you know get a day off of work and happy day off of work for yeah. you um until then find if us on twitter else, happy end of fucking 2020 yay blow it all up um we'll see you on twitter at terra podcast facebook is someplace like terra email us at there's no place like terra at gmail.com patreon.com slash there's no place like terra rate us like review us on where you get the uh, podcast feed thing that's words words bye, bye.